What you are about to hear is a comedy podcast. We do not mean to offend anyone, even though we go out of our way to make fun of people. I'm sure those people are lovely, and we didn't mean any of it. Also, don't take anything we say seriously, because we're just bullshitting. Hello, and welcome to The Tribe Has Broken, the podcast where we watch and make fun of the show Survivor. Because we can, and because we should. Join us. I'm your host, Ben Kaplan, and with me... Co-host, Brady Hopkapoo. Other co-host, Kevin Doherty. Season 1, Episode 3, Quest for Food. Quest for Food? Last episode, we watched the second episode of Survivor Season 1, in which BB got eliminated. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and if, trash. If you remember, BB was uh, Brady's... Was it your hate train? My hate train, yeah. And he's gone. Hate train success. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> hate train rolled into Elimination Station. Got it. And, uh, like that. <laughs> so now Brady's on my team. Yeah. And uh, we both are rooting against Dirk. So anytime Dirk comes on the screen, we're probably going to boo or yeah. uh, that say guy. something snarky. I did like how uncomfortable he was when talking to Rich about the gayness. And it's just like, dude, just go suck his dick and get over it. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Statistically, there's a large, I mean, it's a large portion of, you know, I will people say, who are most against it turn out to be pretty uh, in the closet about it. I, I don't like that the, the term homophobic is used for people who are against gayness. Yeah. Like, because, like, they're afraid of it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's an implied fear thing. And it's just like, you've got to be a better term for that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're homophobic. Well, I'm scared of gays. I just don't like gays. It's like, bigot is just a better word. Bigot is, it's such a good generalizer. Because odds are, if they're against gay people, they're probably against more than just gay people. Yeah, they probably only like their group. Yeah. But it's like the, it's like the weakest. It's like, well, it, you know, if you're, if you're anti-gay, you're probably also racist on some level probably. and uh, probably misogynist on some level. Yeah, I'd go with that. But yeah, um, hate train's coming for Dirk. We're going to get you. Okay. And uh, meanwhile, Kevin over here is on the Gretchen hate train. Yes. Gretchen hate train. I just she's don't get an enabler. It. She is an enabler. Look, no. She's got no one to enable now. I know. I know. <laughs> so she's doomed. I mean, the rest of the group, the rest of the Pagong tribe, I mean, of course, we have to hit the highlight. Which isn't really a highlight. It's actually an anti-highlight, in my mind. The low light. Well, the low light. The low, low light. The situation is is, uh, is Jervis going from being the pinnacle of let's get along, let's do this, being the hype man and things like that, to getting absolutely totally crushed. Yeah. Because he's the one that lost his the challenge for him. His spirit was in the trash. And it, it, it and it is horrible. It's like that. That's the moment. I'm like, I'm like, oh no. But also, if you look at the rest of the group for Pagong. The rest of the group is kind of they're younger. Uh, we have more than one hippie running around. Oh, uh, and and Gretchen's not gonna fit in with that. Gretchen has no one to enable. Gretchen Gretchen has her own you know hard charging way to go out doing things. I mean, she was such a good and they have a better turn goose stepping soldier. The BB says, "Vote me off," and she's like, yeah. "Yes, of course, sir." And goose stepping. I love that term. <laughs> Yeah. She was. She was. I know. I just was like you bootlegging, but I think goose stepping is goose stepping is so good. And so now she she's she's not gonna fit in with the rest of the group. Well, here's the thing. I feel like she's doomed. Characters like that in like scripted shows all the time yeah. end up finding a new strong man to follow. Because mm. that's their shtick. So I'm curious who it is that Gretchen because I doubt Gretchen is gonna take a leadership role. She's gonna find that next person who she can get. He could be number two behind, you know. In all fairness, uh, I I can relate to Gretchen mm -hmm. uh, because I am I am very comfortable being a Riker and not a Picard. 
Mm. Like, listen, here's the thing. It's like, I want a little bit of power. I want a little bit of responsibility. I got no problem taking over when, when the guy's gone, right? But I definitely want to give command back. Well, yeah. Like, I don't want to get all the space chicks. Because here's the thing, right? Generally, uh, when the commander steps off and the second steps up, right? For some reason, uh, I, I don't know if it's, you know, all time or they're just my, my deluded vision of, of this trope. They, they tend to succeed, you know what I'm saying? They kept shit intact. They did the bare minimum of their job, and they look like fucking heroes because they're doing someone else's job. It's because you only have to be captain for the day. That's what I'm saying. Week. That's what I'm saying. Which is why I like I like that position. I don't think we talked about who we're rooting for this episode. Uh, so I'm gonna recap. Brady over here. Yeah. You're pro Jervis. Pro Jervis. Pro Jervis. Even though his spear was broken, and even though it seems like Kevin, yeah, Kevin kind of. Felt some of his feels a little more. You're yeah, like, man, he you, you followed the trail of Jervis. Well, you were pretty pro Jervis anyway. I was, I was. I, I, I think, I think he's, I think he's an innocent victim in a lot of this sort of stuff. I think he's gonna get run over by the reality of the show, and I think it's, I think it's sad. Yeah, especially he had to eat those books for nothing. Yep, that that hurt him. <laughs> well, whereas, whereas, okay, because I, because I feel like he has good reason to be like happy, go lucky, and I think it's a general good out mindset to be positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Rachel? That's kind of just like a clueless hippie. It looks like she just literally just like oh, wandered into the casting call. That's not Rachel. That's uh, uh, Colleen. 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 Colleen wandered into the casting call. They threw on her boat, and she's like, "Yeah, so I'm gonna like." I'm just going with the flow. Flow. It's like this guy's cute. Yeah, and I like oh, this guy. The I forget his name, but like uh, her. Greg? Yeah, her and Greg getting it. Oh, they're gonna help. I'm kind of surprised they, I remember all these names. You're yeah. you're killing it with them. But yeah, so Kevin is pro Susan. I am uh, pro Susan. I'm I do Susan. Susan too. Because because if there's anyone that's gonna that's gonna run you over with her truck as she's backing out, you know, it's, it's gonna be Susan, eh? She's got real Janeway energy. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> uh, my, just, my favorite line from the last one, they think I'm voting for someone, but I'm not. <laughs> so evil sneaky. That that is the line of the episode right yeah. there. That is True. the line of and the the whole like the nice like friendly neighborhood Fargo accent really just drives the nail further. Yeah. I was saying she's from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's not really not but she's like North Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's like almost yeah. Canada. But it's it's the, the accent they use in the movie Fargo. Yeah. I should specify. It's very much that. I, I, I knew you were old. Uh, exactly. And uh, yeah, I will be rooting for uh, Richard because Richard is a fucking king. And I remembered last week, or I remembered since watching it, when we were watching it, when he was sitting up on that tree, I'm like, he reminds me of someone. I couldn't figure it out. King Louis from Jungle Book. I love it. Like he's got King Louis energy. Well, and we, we, we coined the term, especially since he came out mm-hmm. on the show. Fabulous. 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 Because no one else could have been pudgy. He's not fat. He's not yeah. Richard's not He's fat not. in the story. You know, like I, I am fatter and I I I I am a, a wreck of a human being in comparison to him. I don't He's think like, so. I think you guys are I think you're actually very I think you're really underselling how big this man yeah. is right now. I think He's probably a little bigger than you, but show him behind the curtain a little bit. Exactly, exactly. But I do remember he gets in really good shape being on their show. Yeah. <laughs> it's all mango and worm diet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like that was one of the things I wanted. How seized that was one of the things I talked about in one of the one of the other podcasts was uh, t- uh, talking about how the guys who come on here shredded, they leave like skeletons because yeah. their body eats all their muscle. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fucking idiot, that sucks working that hard on yeah. that muscle. Yeah. But but no one else could have pulled off being in that tree starting the episode and being like, Fat, fabulous, fabulous. I love it. And uh, I'm just gonna remind us of the quote of Richards to this day. Oh, I love it. That we love him for, he said he voted for Stacy or against Stacy for subtle reasons. I'm not sure exactly what they are. I love it. And he was the only one who voted for Stacy, so now she's 
suspicious that someone voted for it. He's got no idea why, and he has no idea why. I love it. Fucking <laughs> brilliant. That's king shit. All right, and I think with that, we've pretty much recapped. Let's go. So we did. It was the bug challenge where Jervis and uh, Stacy had to... Stacy Gillard. ...had to finish because no one on either team refused to do the challenge. They all... They all, they all manned up. Bugs. Well, they have, not to be too crass here, but I guarantee you Stacy wasn't the first time having a wiggling, pumping thing like a worm in her mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I don't know. She might be lesbian. Okay, first of all, maybe. Second off, but like, but you ruined my dick joke. Let's watch the show. That's a, I mean, just because she didn't have a dick in her mouth doesn't mean she didn't have something wiggly and squirmy. What? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into the episode here. Let's go. <laughs> Water, shining sun. Here. Dude, fuck that crap. <laughs> Did you see his eyes? Ridiculous. Those way disproportional. Okay, so, so Tagi and Pagan, both down one. Yeah, it's evened out pretty well so far. One of the things I was worried about was like, what if one team wins consistently so the other one just gets whittled down to nothing? Like, I can swear that happened in one of the seasons. Uh, I just like Iron Man against the whole team of shitheads. Yeah. yeah. Sean, the doctor who couldn't fish. <laughs> He couldn't fish, but also he kind of seems like he's like Susan, truck driver. That's why she's a hard ass. She's a truck driver, man. Oh yeah. I mean, she, I mean, she's a female truck driver. Mm-hmm. We gotta get fishing. The family. She, she, with a family, she has to be able. She puts up with zero shit. Also, at this point, neither tribe has caught anything. Nothing. I have a feeling that maybe this is just not a fishing area. Oh, definitely not. Kelly. Somehow. Oh, she's got her nose broke, dude. That's not a normal person knows. That that's damage. Okay. Oh, tramp stamps. All tramp stamp. Dude, it's two thousand. There's gonna be tramp stamps everywhere. This is this a black panther on her fucking status. Is she married to a black thing? Yeah, Ch- T'Challa. She married to fucking T'Challa. I would be surprised. Because remember, Kelly and Stacy were supposed to have like this. Supposed to be like this. This unit. Yeah. Yeah, with Susan as part of it, but she's sneakily not part of it. Say, uh. Oh, yeah. Stacy's anti-Rudy. Yeah. That's right, because Rudy's like, he's a resource suck. Yep. They remember her bitching about him eating canned food. I mean, it's a reasonable... That's a reasonable claim. It's total, Dude, yeah, I'd be on Rudy's ass. Yeah, but you gotta remember, like, Rudy's, Rudy's a military guy, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the thing I do know about military guys is, like, uh, consume resources while you can type mindset, because you may not have them. So they're like a, they're like a very luxury... I mean, look at Tark, right? Look at Tark falling asleep whenever he can. Okay, because he's like, I may not, I may never, you know, I may never be able to sleep for a while. You know, but I've never seen that man not sleep a bunch. So I don't know why he keeps doing it. Okay. The first scene we see is Tuggy Tribe trying to fish. Cold early morning. We got Susan, we got Kelly, and we got Stacy all out in the boat, rowing away trying to get some fish. It's not working out. Not- Meanwhile, they're talking strategy. They're talking about who they don't like, specifically Rudy. Yep. Stacy Stacy's worried that people are anti her, like people might be trying to like vote against her and things like that. For subtle reasons. For subtle reasons. Not sure what they are. Yeah, she does not know what they are. No. She's, she's trying to figure out No one on the island other than the producers knows what they are. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Um yeah, and so they're out there and it's a good long scene of them just going out fishing, talking. Well, we get to see some characters or some players that we haven't really seen a lot of before we because susan we didn't see much of her last i mean she episode. dropped women, but yeah I mean, she, I mean the one time we saw her she was good uh but you know we get to see a little bit of this com- camaraderie 
between these three women who supposedly had an agreement the first episode, even though it didn't pan out, pan out exactly. Which is interesting because they feel like no one knows how anyone voted. So Stacy is thinking that one of them voted against her when reality was actually Rich. Richard. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. King shit, dude. But just like uh, all the other efforts to fish so far, they come up empty. Nothing. You guess uh, uh, Jeff Probst, or however you say his name? Mm -hmm. Probst? Whatever. Probst. Probst. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, so as the host... Uh, being this, you know, like, yeah, they're stuck on an island, but he really didn't know what was going to happen or how people were going to act. Yeah. So, when, yeah, that's the yeah, point. So, like, the thing was, is like the first season of this, he didn't think people were going to fucking team up and make alliances, be sneaky and shit. He thought people were just coming here to survive the island. Wow. Right? Like, that was, yeah, no, I really put people in two different groups. You know, okay. They obviously hired him for his speaking ability. Yeah. In fact, he's pretty. They did not hire him for his brains. But he's like, I didn't realize it was going to get so ugly. The conceit of the, the whole thing is that they're in groups. Well, I think I think he's probably under that that concept of, like, humans are generally good. But, like we said earlier when you guys were like, yeah, yeah you take away their bed, their food, and their fucking, uh, their sleep. People get wicked. Yeah. This- like, oh, my God, isn't nature amazing? Look at this puddle that's farting. Oh, let's just let's get in the puddle that's farting, dude. There might be a predator on the island. Okay. Okay. We know Colleen would totally going to be. Dude, Gretchen is totally getting in with the hippies. It's exactly what I saw. Oh my god, this is crazy. She is ingratiating herself with the new power group. You can definitely tell this is the this is this is the group that is full of all young kids. This editing is so hilarious, dude. Like, oh, wait, wait, is optimism coming back? I think so. Dude, they're mud nuts together. I'm, I'm going to rub my muscles. His, his, his profession makes a lot more sense for his optimism. What is it? He's a YMCA youth basketball coach. See, but he's got like that that good Christian spirit. Not like the dirt. Like, What's the prank? I mean, literally, he was praying before he decided who he was going to vote. Yeah. Ugh. True. Terrible. The Toddies. The t- yeah, I don't know. I definitely don't get the... It cuts over to the Pagong tribe who uh, have conveniently fi- found a mud puddle, like a clay mud puddle. Yeah, like a mud pot, bubbling mud pot sort of thing. Bubbling mud pot. Yes. Where the camera is past the mud pot, and then you see them walk up and suddenly discover it. They found it. They found it. They found, they found it. The camera guy was just with the with the Yeah, the camera guy ran ahead. Apparently, he's like, oh, you guys going to see this? Yeah, or, and or something. Scoping out the place. Sound. I mean, do you know how the camera guy speaks? I, I don't think he sounds like that. Yeah, it probably does. That's why he's a camera guy. They don't want him to do any speaking tours. They don't want him to talk at all. They're just like he's good with the camera. He's he's willing to be in the jungle, get bit, and just aim the camera right. But I mean, maybe they did find the puddle, and then later, just for a better camera shot, they edited the the, the puddle there. Of course. <laughs> you know right there. Yeah. So anyway, we we, we think that uh, the production crew found this thing and be like, hey, you know it'd be fun if all you group of young, good-looking people mudded yourself up. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, first off, it's Colleen and Greg and Gretchen because mm-hmm. Gretchen, now that Bibi's gone, needs to find a new uh, a new group, a new group, uh, people to bond with because she only had one strong bond that we saw, mm-hmm. and so she's trying to get in good with uh, a cu- you know, a couple other people. So Greg and Colleen, they happen to be out there. They find the mud puddle. They get all goopy with it. And then they're like, hey, guys, look what's out here. And so 
it's one big bonding experience with everyone from Pagong where they're just slathering themselves and each other up with mud. One point someone mentions, oh, it's like something out of Lord of the Flies. And when they say that, it means to me that they have not actually read that book. Because um, we know people die in the Lord of the Flies. You know, what happens to Piggy? I mean, the only kids in murder. Exactly. Uh, spoilers. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, but I read that book if you made them six. But even even so, it's funny because they mentioned that it's something like Lord of the Flies, while completely missing the greater picture that they really are in Lord of the Flies and they are piggy. Like they have no idea what's coming, what's ahead of them, and they're acting like it's playtime, fun time, and these guys are just singing kumbaya and getting in it, each other's. It is know? there's some under some some production assistant that's patting themselves on the back for doing that editing job. Back there, it's like, oh, yeah, we got to throw the Lord of the Flies. Like, oh, it's going to be perfect. Trust me. Like, it'll go over everyone's head, but it's foreshadowing. But yes, I to Brady's point that he said, I think, last episode, we're definitely looking at this from a world where these kind of shows exist, and we know what kind of stuff happens on them, and these guys don't. They are just flying blind. The happy... Oh, your man's, your man's chilling. King Louie. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm going to call him King Richard from now on. King yeah. Richard. Not just because he reminds me of Will Smith and his hair. Read it. Oh, yeah. Huh? I didn't know he Dark. The heart, the evil thoughts, murder. How did it stay dry when they threw it in the ocean? I don't think it did. I think it got wet. I've seen that quiet time, especially a lot of that quiet time includes just praying. Just reading out loud just for the camera. Yeah, where I feel like all my strength and energy comes from. It comes from calories, you idiot. <laughs> Yeah, Eric's exactly exactly the kind of Christian I can't stand. Yeah, even Susan, who's a uh, dinner time. Okay, so fucking done with it. It's like I don't mind having people having their beliefs, but that particular belief of hey, it's our way or the highway. Darn, send to Kelly. Uh oh, he's a virgin. Quote unquote. Dissing his ass. A gift from God. Get out of God, I fucking hate Dirk so much. Classic conservative. Classic conservative. Wow. Central's always talking about being a homosexual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, he gets away my my talking about Jesus all the time. Yeah, talk about the fucking pot calling kettle black. Oh. If he cut it out, it'd be almost perfect around camp. Wow. Maybe you quit talking about Jesus, it'd almost be perfect around camp. Dirk. Dirk. Mm-hmm. I know, man. It's like fucking... Hold that mirror up to your own bullshit. We switch over to the Tongi tribe where we first see Richard lounging about with that King Louis energy. Big time lady. But this time he's not really in a tree, he's in a hammock, which I guess is between two trees. He's doubled the uh, his tree power. He's consuming two, two trees at once. Uh, but then we see Dirk. Uh, Dirk once again with his uh, Bible. He's putting on a show for the camera of his religiosity. Well, he is, he is reading away. He's talking about meditating. He's talking about, about finding peace with God and praising God out there in the in the wilderness. And then it switches to uh, him talking about the Bible and his mission and the whole old covenant versus new covenant Plus with bullshit. people. And clearly, and then it pans to everyone else's face who's just like, get the fuck out. But then he's simultaneously the bitches about Richard's gayness being the prisoner. We switch over to Susan, who's like, yeah, I did my time. He's <laughs> in prison. I'm, yeah. I'm Christian. I'm for religion. I, You know, all that. But like when you're Jesus is Jesus that, you know, get out of here with that. Rudy was also incredulous that of all the things they say about the boat, he saved the Bible. 
<laughs> it's like, um, unless we're going to burn those pages for pot, not really uh, worth keeping. We also we also see Dirk obviously being sweet on Kelly. Mm-hmm. Stacy points that out to Kelly. Kelly's like, no, I have a boyfriend. And Dirk's like, oh, I would never, never cause, like, if she has a boyfriend, I mean, that's, that's, I would never do anything if, if she didn't do it. I mean, he's basically insinuating that she, if she made the first move, it'd be totally cool. So, and he also drops the bomb that he is a 23 year old virgin with that V card, yeah. Which, uh, you know, I don't have any problem with that. Your virginity is yours to lose, uh, do what you want with it or keep it, whatever. I mean, um, clear. I feel like if if uh, Kelly was into it, he would have get t- tossed up that V card right uh, there. Oh, and thrown it right in Jesus' face, <laughs> yes. I don't know about that, he just wrote it in Jesus. It's balls deep in a woman. Throw it right in Jesus' face. But you know, once he, like, five seconds later when he finishes, Jesus, I'm sorry. Close no clarity, I'm sorry. But then they basically edit, as soon as he's talking about his sexuality or lack of use of it, he immediately goes into uh, talking about how gay people, all they ever want to talk about is their gayness, their sexuality, and rubbing it in everyone's faces, completely missing the uh, irony of him literally going around proselytizing constantly for Jesus. So. Proselytizing. Yeah. Nice. Solid word. So, yeah, that's pretty much it's uh, right now. Everyone on the Tiger tribe figuring out where we stand with Dirk and agreeing with us. <laughs> there. We're on the same boat. Yeah. Jeff's doing a, a low tide walk. <laughs> low tide still sandbar. And the little right. dick of the island as it were. Don't look at behind it. Okay, look, look at all these footsteps that you know he's look at all these footsteps. This is not his first walk down. This is not the first take. Except the camera crew. Yeah. And a boom mic operator. Oh, come Richard jogging. All right, he actually is in better shape than I thought. Now I'm seeing him like one. Well, he's definitely better shape than the first couple episodes. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, you probably lost a couple pounds, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone who's been on diet knows those first few days are... Amazing. Yeah, great. They give you hope. I think it's weird. Rudy has, a, like, a tattoo of his belly button. I just noticed that. You know, that that's a really weird patch of hair. Yeah, it's a tattoo. No way. It's a tattoo. You sure about it? Nope, but we'll find out. Actually. It might be hair. I don't know. I'm hoping it's a tattoo. Me too, because that's a weird patch of hair, man. I hope I can tell you. I'm a weird tattoo. Oh, look, this guy who wants to be a leader. What the fuck's this guy? John, right? Doctor? No, this guy. He's not the yeah. Joel. Joel's like, I bet I can do this. No. Nope. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Joel's having more challenges. God damn it, Joel's going to be so down on himself about not being able to swim now. It's a preamble. <laughs> Foreshadowing. He's like, I came in here thinking I was all that. Now it's like, I thought we were going to be at a resort. The reality of survival was a lot more. I love you, dude, but... but you got to keep that spirit up. Even if you suck at stuff, you've got to keep His it. optimism is the only thing carrying him here. Yeah, sorry, we cut to see Jeff Props walking down the beach. For the 50th time, because that's the take that... That's really not the first time. Not the first time at all. And he's discussing how both tribes are going to have to do this next challenge, and it's involved swimming, basically teaching them how to feed themselves with fish. 
or something like that. Yeah. You could just see where Dirk could be like, you know, I was going down the beach with Jesus and I asked Jesus, hey, why are there like 50 sets of footprints back behind us? And Jesus is like, oh, that's time I had to redo the shoe <laughs> uh, 50 times till we got the perfect one. Any other questions, my son? That's not even what happened. But anyway, it's Dirk. It's Dirk. I mean, come well, on. I feel like maybe what Dirk needs is a little less Jesus and a little more Jeff Probst in his life. He could be the one to hold him on the beach, carry him when it's too much for both of them or whatever. What's going to happen? Okay, no, okay. I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but obviously what's going to happen is that Jeff, point, Jeff Props is going to have a problem that needs solving. He's going to bring the problem into the room and have its hands tied behind his back and it's going to be blindfolded. It's going to bring Dirk into the room and says, all right, Dirk, I need you to help me solve this problem. He's going to put the gun in Dirk's hand and say, pull the trigger, Dirk. Pull the trigger, Dirk. And then just like, it's like, good, good. Excellent. Jesus was your old master. Now you work for Jeff. What's happening on the actual show is that they're about to get their other, uh, their new challenge. The Next challenge. Not the immunity challenge, the but the reward challenge. So we switch over to, it shows us the Toggy tribe and Rich. they, yeah, Rich. That's right. Because Rich is basically running on the beach to find this, the new tree male. And we're all commenting on the fact that he's definitely lost some weight. Yeah, it's been seven days, and he looks good. I mean, the beard is right. coming in, looking. The beard looks good on him. He really does. Yeah. I mean, he's fine later on. Like eventually, you see him shaved and the reunion, and everything else like that. But he looks good in the beard, and he definitely looks like he's lighter. And he, once he gets the, that mail, he comes running back, and he's out of breath. But you can definitely tell that he's in a much better place physically than actually even like a lot of people. Rudy looks good. Rich looks good. So basically, on this tree mail, they read that they're going to have to do some kind of swimming challenge to get uh, underwater treasure. And essentially, uh, well, we'll discuss that later. But then it switches over to the Pukan tribe, where it shows Joel walking along, holding the tree mail above his head, just like a total doofus. That's when, that's when Brady says, look at this guy who wants to be a leader. <laughs> and, and yeah, Joel, he, he's an interesting character. But then he he brings it to the rest of them, and we find out at this point that Jerks cannot swim. He went to a deserted island to take part in survival challenges. The YMCA. They have a pool. They have a thing. They're famous for having pools and village people. Yes, and I'm sure at any point he could have gone up to any of the people at the YMCA and said, hey, can you teach me how to swim? And they would have given him a lesson for fucking free. I mean, yeah, I don't know his reasons, but... A little lazy. Yeah. A little lazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love you, Jervis. Maybe he's saying that right. I didn't learn how to swim until about three years ago. I was 30 years old. However, I also had never signed up to go to a deserted island. True. True. So, so, also, how many pools did you work at in that time? Uh, none. Exactly. How, how many pool adjacent things did you do, like you work at during that time? A lot. Pool adjacent? Like what was like the snack bar? I mean, well, I mean, I worked around pools. Oh, you mean like directly? Yeah, like there's a pool next door. Oh yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Now I've been like in pools when I was a kid, you know, up to my neck oh, yeah. and stuff. But I don't need to swim. I'm yeah. just in the water. So yeah, and Jervis is tall enough; he'd be pretty much standing. Uh, so at this point, I might as well disclose this to the whole world who's listening. Yeah. Uh, I never learned how to ride a bike. Wow. Yeah, I still to this day cannot ride a bike. That's I mean, I might. I might be able to figure it out now as an adult, but uh, the thing is, yeah, I wouldn't sign up for a bike tour or like the Tour de France or some kind of amateur bike riding thing, nor have I been in places with access to regular bikes that I could learn. All right, listeners, we need your help on this one. Oh, no. We want you to email us, to write us, to fucking leave a voicemail. If you want Ben to learn how to ride a bike, and Brady and I, well, God help us, we'll teach Ben how to ride a bike. 
Uh, first of all, I not volunteered. No, no, it'd be great. It'd be great. No, no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, right? Yeah. Because, man, I, I don't believe in this, like, every person should have every skill. Okay, I don't think that's necessary. Like the man's, you're, you're what, 30, 30, 35, yeah. You're 35 now. Ne never ridden a bike. Never even ride a bike. Probably it's not. like an experience he needs. I mean, short of like zombie p apocalypse or like urban survival scenario. It's where an adult man. Guess what he can do? He's go get an electric scooter. Ride around. Same, same concept. Wind in your hair. Very little effort. You don't need to ride a bike. It's probably much easier to find bikes if, if we're talking about like apocalypse. You, you want to know in the apocalypse how easy it is to power a bike? It's like walking. Except on a machine. <laughs> like, it's, it, that's it. That's what it's very similar. You don't need to plug it in. You don't need gas. You need a chain. You need oil. It needs maintenance. Tires. Tubes. Get out of my fucking face with this bike shit. But yes, if we do decide at some point to have me ride a bike, we will film it. And you can access that on our Patreon. Because <laughs> we're not sharing that for free. Nope, that is not. that. You you have to pay for that. Yes, that's right. So viewers, please, please, listeners, help us out. Get Ben to learn how to ride a bike. And, and the Pagan drive over here fucking conga lining in, fuckers. Like, we've bonded. They have definitely bonded. Ever since we got rid of fucking BB. Yeah, BB was really fucking up the team. Is that the right? Yeah, that is the challenge. It is amazing. We got rid of that one guy, and everything is peaches. So riding high. Fucking Dirk is wearing underwear. Like, and one shorts, and cargo shorts right now. Oh, God, and one? Yeah. Oh, my God, nothing, nothing screams early 2000. Dude, he is 2000 America in, like... Rolled up in one. Yeah, in a person. Yeah. He's 2000s white America. I, I, I half expect to start rapping, like Eminem. Like, no, like Backstreet Boys. Rap, I so. want it that way. Tell me why. So they're going out to an air tube as a team. Then they have to dive down and move the thing connected to the inner tube towards the shores. Okay, whoa. And, and that's that's another part of Is Richard like a fucking master swimmer right now? No, I just kinda just kinda zoomed in. I mean they got a couple people. Also editing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh who's in front though, bro? It's gotta be Winston. Rudy. No, Rudy, like yeah, wrong. He's got Rudy's from Susan's also he's got probably yeah, Susan's nailed. Goddamn nailed. What they do? Oh my god! Like Rudy and Richard down here moving that fucking box, though. Dude, the Rudy and Richard team, I think, is going to be a, a, a fucking force to wreck. Yeah. I mean, they clearly all have their pros and cons. Well, because I mean, if you think about it, right? The people that are getting themselves hated are Dirk. Mm -hmm. They're doing a phenomenal job with that. Oh, that was really cool. They actually let. Uh, it looks like you, they, you didn't show up, but they let Jervis take a life ring out yeah. to swim with. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, they, damn, bitch. You can't just have someone who doesn't know how to swim be like, you're forced well, to swim that, without. What's her? Because they will literally die. Oh, that was the young kid. Greg? Yeah, Greg. Greg's moving shit. He's he, getting it. Well, Honestly, was... like, there's a rope attached, so you can just use the rope to get down to it. That'd be the hard part for me is, like, the actual swimming down, especially in salt water because it makes it more buoyant. So a little bit, but they're not so high. Did they say it's from maybe more than two people lifting? I think so. Yeah. What was that? Oh, called? they got, they got yeah. Colleen and Greg down there getting it. Not that they want to get it, but you know, Greg's over here like I'm fine. Come back, come back when you're ready. <laughs> this dude's out here fucking big dicking. Okay. Especially with Colleen's down there, yeah. getting, like I got shot. Hey, girl, what up? <laughs> can hold my breath. I, we'll see the dentist. Dentist dent system. Demonstrate value. <laughs> Engage physically, okay? Yeah. 
Nurture dependence. Nurture dependence right now. Yeah. And then and Zamara is going to neglect emotionally. Doggy <laughs> full of a bunch of hard motherfuckers. So I know it's not the show um, because they're, they're doing it themselves, but uh, I had a guy the other day. He's like, yeah, I quit watching Sunny when it got political. I'm like, so season one? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you quit watching season one? Yeah. He's like, that wasn't political. I'm like, dude, the whole thing is it's a satire. Like, do you not understand this fucking show? Well, that's the thing. Like, after watching it for a while, it's like, it's sad how many people in real life actually are like them. Yeah, like, they want to be them. It's like one of those classic, like, you've missed the point. Yeah. All right, so what's inside? It was heavy. You get canvas, right? No, just the boxes weighed at the bottom of it. They got flippers, mask, snorkel. Oh, so maybe they actually swim out and get some fish. Yep. I don't know if that's the, the point, but that's yeah. Die. Yeah, you guys can't con get in, y'all get smoked. Okay. Dude, that is something I would totally do if if like just as a throwing shade, like conga line out of there. Fucking So we see the Tagi tribe show up to the uh, competition island. They show up, they they got their business faces on, they're ready to go. And then we switch to the Puyong tribe, and they are fucking conga line. They are losing its what their way up to conga line dancing up to the challenge. They have been having just a fucking vacation day since BB left. Took his shitty energy away. Yep. They've been living it up. They played. Just... They did the conga line. They found strange mushrooms in the forest and ate them. I don't know. What. Yeah, they just been having. A, yeah, I mean, they just been having a blast. And here they show it. They're like, "We are one team. We have one spirit. We are going to live the dream and kick the butt." And then they get fucking smoked. Challenges, <laughs> and it's and it's for prizes. It's not for immunity. It's for just for prizes this time. For its creature comforts. Creature comforts. Mister Probes says, as a team, they've got to get all the way out to this. This floating flotation ring it, out for their color yeah, for their team. Tube, basically. And they're in tube out in the center. Once everyone's there, everyone has a hand on it. Then they then they dive down and they have a chest that's beneath the flotation ring. A treasure chest. A treasure chest. With again with their, their team color on it. And they're supposed to take that treasure chest that's way down on the on the seafloor bottom and drag it to the shore. The first team to get it on the shore wins the prize inside the treasure chest. So we see everyone that goes out there. Fortunately, the producers saw fit to give Jervis an actual inner tube. I thought that was very respectful. I thought that was too. I mean, because again, as, as you we, can't swim. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't just let the guy drown, and you, you can't, can't leave just, him. Too much fail because yeah, and come down to Jervis because he can't swim. I mean, like yeah, it's you not can't leave him on the beach and not have him be part of it because that's an unfair advantage the other way. Yeah, exactly. So that's a big part of it is like everyone has to have their hand on the inner tube, or be moving the treasure. They have to be doing one of those two things. But at the same time, though, he also can't like dive underneath and grab the treasure chest and carry it forward. So, but they don't give him like an unfair advantage or any stretch of imagination. The team's still handicapped by the Jervis's inability to swim. True. I mean, but he's basically operating at like a Sonya level of activity. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, oh. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Two episodes, bro. It's too soon. Over it. That's like a year in reality. She's too soon. pure for this game show. Yeah, she really was. She was too good. Uh she dude, could you imagine if she was to the end and she's like, I gotta knife this motherfucker in the The only way I'm leaving this is through your blood. Turns out I've been hiding this this shank inside the ukulele the whole time. Can I return the knife to the ukulele? Still it's tasted blood. But let me tell you, I don't need. The real reason I brought this ukulele was for the strings, so I can grow my fellow tribe members. 
That's delightfully dark. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Tagi Tribe kills it. I mean, pretty much the only Dolphin. one of the Gong team that was doing work was Colleen and Greg, and they were doing well. But everyone on Tagi was there to play, and they did. They switch off. They take turns. They take teams. We see Sean not using his brain, but using his muscles. Like, literally, like, chuck it over your shoulder into the water and do a great job with it. And we actually get to see that Greg is pretty fit. Yeah, Greg, Greg looks really good in this one. When him and Colleen are trying, doing their best, Greg looks, it's like, good job. Yeah, and so, like, the, when they start swimming out, uh, they swim out to a place, we're guessing it's about 10 feet deep, and basically they just drag it all the way back to the shore, which, let's be honest, that's that's a long, heavy drag. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's no small feat. And that, that chest is taken on water. Yeah, we don't see what's in the treasure in this scene, but pretty sure we're going to find out what it's... No, no, what... we do. They, they pop open the top, and there's 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 snorkel masks. Oh, yeah. There's snorkel masks. I think Jeff Probst talks that there's a fishing spot. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's basically gear to catch fish, because at this point, no one has been able to catch a fish to save their lives. So they're like, well... Here you go. We're gonna have some. We'll give you a little, little, little extra something. Yeah, give you, give you some means to uh, catch these fish. So I think we're being watched. Basically, we're gonna see some spear fishing. I think, and not too long. Oh yeah, and the oh, spear. Yeah, he's gonna. Time to fish. Demonstrate value. We're gonna possibly get an actual fish because no one's caught dick. Yeah, but now he's got like a spear. Now they can actually see the fish. Yeah. And yeah, more importantly, yeah. And it's clear to me that Richard is a goddamn champion in the water. Okay. He can swim. He can hold his breath. But he's from the East Coast. Those people swim. Oh, is he from the East Coast? Yeah, it does. You can tell. I've got a strong knowledge of Paul everyone's profile. Now it's Yeah, They need to figure out cooking recipes for what they do have, like magnets. Cheap maggots. Fuck it. Yeah, dude, grind them into dust and make a battery out of that shit. You know, the truth is, I don't think they're going that far out. If you want to fish, you got to get way further out. Well, I, I'm sure that they won't let them go, like, where real fishing would be. Grab the seaweed, bro. Oh, look at those baby fishes. They're so weird. Dude, yeah, it's like a goldfish tank in there. I, I, they I, just I, need a little net, man. Imagine, you imagine, like, hey. The fuck is that thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I saw the clownfishes in there. All right, yeah. Can you eat them? I mean, good. In a pinch. Oh, does he have? Did he possibly score a? Oh, oh he got a ray. Not a stingray, thank goodness. No, it's a Richard. Then if it was a stingray, he'd be dead. Richard, oh, Richard. be imagining like, being like, I'm trying to fish, and there's a camera guy, <laughs> but it's yeah. just like, dude, if I'm scaring too away. Oh, is that a... oh shit, there's an eel. Dude, eel would make some great. I love eels. <laughs> manta rays or whatever the hell they were. They're not manta rays. Manta rays are fucking huge. Yeah. I saw like a, I saw a thing where they were like a fucking 300 pound ray, dude. Fucking guy fought for seven hours for them. Yeah, dude. Manta rays are fucking ginormous. Like there's the reason people ride them into battle and fucking fantasy stuff. Eat those fuckers. Although I'm curious, they've got to have some kind of like local wildlife person who's like, make sure they're not cooking and eating stuff that's poison. In this scene, the Tagi tribe has recently, by winning the last challenge, they have snorkels and they have flippers, flippers and they have a spear, a pronged spear for catching fish. And so Richard, the baller that he is, decides to go fishing. And he, he he's crushing it. And meanwhile, you got Sean... Over here, 
who, who is obviously jealous of uh, Richard's fishing abilities and the fact Honestly, I think I think what's happening here is Sean is feeling emasculated by a homosexual man, so he has to go out on the raft with his shitty Super Bowl 2000 and attempt to catch fish. Meanwhile, Richard's bringing him in like a goddamn champion, and then Sean, instead of being like, hey, that's awesome, chooses to criticize him for only catching rays. It's like, that's not a fish, it's a ray. Like, what? Sean, suck dicks, dude. You suck, and not like cool dicks like Richard does. We're talking like weird ones with warts and shit. But yeah, so I feel like Sean's like, I made this special pole meant for fishing. I'm going to take my raft. I'm going to fish. Meanwhile, Richard's like, I'm going to go in my swimsuit, swim out to the bottom of the fucking ocean and stab some fishes. I think it really highlights that is a great example of the different views Richard has where it's like, it's a game. I'm going to do what's effective. And Sean literally references Gilligan's Island, where he's off in some freaking fantasy world, made up, made up sort of thing, TV stuff. And we see which one's effective. It is the same man who votes by alphabet. Okay. It's true. I mean, exactly. that's Richard is present in the moment, has taken stock of what's going on, and is doing his best. Sean is living in a fucking fantasy world of his own, like, I don't know, man, fever dream. And it's just like, hey, we <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Richard has big dick energy. Damn, dude. It's, it's, like, corporate, it's that corporate mentality. I hate to give that credit to anything, but... Well, oh. once again, people talk about how, like, the gay the gay guys talk about their homosexual ally all the time. He talks about legitimately adding to the group, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what i do without your gay positivity. And it's like, wow, fuck you guys. This is that, uh, that's that subtle uh, bigotry we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, that I wanted to say. Uh, I'm digging it, though. The phrase is pro. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, microaggression. Okay. That's a microaggression right there. Yeah. Was that a microaggression? Probably. Was that? It's like a microbrew. <laughs> Speaking of which, you were supposed to bring beer. Jet has been like a very fucking side character. I'm That's right. Yes. Richard brings back, successfully brings back two rays and an eel. Is that what we decided? Uh, I think is? it was, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they cook it, and it actually looks fairly decent compared to... It's, I mean, it's whitefish. It's hard to yeah. fuck it up. What? And the thing is, all the objections about, hey, he's not going to catch anything. Hey, if he does catch something, it's going to be, it's not going to be edible. We're not going to be able to cook it. All the thing is literally knocked down. Blown out the fucking water. Yes. Because Richard provided food. Yes. So everyone's been talking shit for the last three days about Richard going out and coming back with nothing. Or, uh, you know, everyone coming out and Richard shows up. He's like, net full of fish. And even at that moment, at that moment when you would think that that it should, the, the the obvious hypocrisy or the the, the sort of like eating your own words in this moment, it's called eating crow. That's what us poor people call it. Well, that's what Sean had been eating the whole. You would think Sean would like be eating that the whole time. Yeah. But he is too dumb to realize that there is a prepared bird in front of him that he needs to be eating, and still drops uh, this line about gay bigotries. Yeah, exactly. The subtle subtle gay bigotry. Sorry, spoiler words. Doesn't stop. Never. That's like literally he's they're calling out Rich for 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 doing the whole like Dirk, it was Dirk who said, who said uh, who who's been harping on about how gay people are always in your face with their sexuality. And then he says something like, you know, this group just wouldn't be the same if it weren't for Richard's positive gay energy. So like, dude, what yeah. God damn it, dude. And so, so I wonder, I mean, like, it's obvious that Dirk is doing it because we have him on quotes of doing it. But yeah. I also realize this show was, this show was edited and, and, and in the early 2000s, 
the TV guys, the editors thought, okay, yeah, no, no, this this, this is just this, just cool. It's cool. No one questioned. And this would resonate. The people won't understand this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't even a thought in their head at the time. It wasn't part of their with their goals. Yet they have just they have hundreds of hours of footage, and they could have put together any other storyline. But just like, oh no, yeah, it's just like I mean, it's not the case. Am I right? I mean, it's almost on the same level if people in uh, Pagan were like, yeah, we love having Jervis around because he's a happy black guy. And you know how we love happy black guys. Like, it's just, it's that level of, they, they, in the 2000s, they understood, like, you don't say that because it's insensitive, but they're not there with the homosexuality the way if you were able to watch it, like, today. Well, and I, I, think, it's, I think it's interesting, and I know we're kind of getting a little bit off field about this, but I think it's relevant, is that, it's 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 done without anyone coming on that for for homosexuality. No one no one does in the first place. It's consciously avoided, but no one talks about it for race. But then when we talk about the old class battle of like battle between the sexes, later on, like you actually see the actual conflict and people like going back and saying, "Wait a minute, why are why uh you know Jervis, why are you saying a sexist thing? You know, or Joel, why are you saying a sexist thing?" And things like that. And so there's actual pushback against people trying to say, no, we're going to be better about this sort of stuff. So you have three, you have three different rights, minority groups sort of things. And there's three different ways the show handles those things in this one moment. And it kind of shows where we were in the 2000s. Yeah, it's interesting because clearly like people are way more on board with women having rights or like girl power Mm -hmm. uh, mentality. They're, They're kind of at the point now where they're like, Race is a thing, but we don't see color like yeah. that. That, well, the problem is not, the that problem, kind of inclusive. The problem with not seeing color is then you can't see the struggle that people yeah. go through. But in 2000, especially like 2000 to like 2006 or so, there, there's a whole lot of this. Oh, I don't see color. And that's what we want yeah. to be. We live in like, that's the ideal. So, yeah. And then, you know, after 2006, especially get into like 2008, when people are, are really understanding what it means to be low class again, because everyone's. Like low class, it's like, oh shit, maybe we've got I mean that does yeah. also that also puts it immediately in everyone's face. I like that they're still worried about taste seven days in. The problem is they don't have a saucier here. Well, like someone who can take the five sauces. Yeah. You know. Honey mustard, barbecue sauce, <laughs> mayonnaise. It was pissing me off last time with that bullshit. Man ketchup. God damn. Uh I don't remember the fifth one, but it was soy sauce. Yeah. yeah. In there. Yeah, because in the orchestra of culinary, the saucier is the soloist. Okay. All right, Greg. What is it on the colony? That show they they made like a sautéed rat thing where they had literally nothing else to eat but rat, but they made a sauce and marinated it. It's a solid trap. His yeah. trap is working. I liked. Uh, I actually liked the colony. I thought that was a really good survival show. Yeah, I only saw the first it's season, but I fucking loved it. Yeah. Way. Greg's over here getting rats all day. You need more water on that fucking rock? God damn him. Look at all these rats he's bringing in. They're not good, but fuck it. Cook Yeah, dude. Now, when you... The thing about eating, like, animals that quote-unquote have parasites, right? Yeah. The danger in that, uh, and I only know this because, you know, I cook for a living, is uh, the danger of that meat is if you don't cook it well done. Yeah. And that's that's uh, that's a thing humans love. We love, like, mid-rare meats. We love it. What gets me is people who are... Squeamish about eating rat, but are perfectly happy to eat a rabbit. You're eating corpse. I'm like, yeah. That's one of my favorite stories from all time for you, bitch, about being a waiter. And like, people want their things. It's like, there's hair in here. I'm like, dude, you're eating a corpse. I'm like, 
love get over it. Get over your fucking self, bro. I'm not saying that you should not complain about hairs, but it's like, look at the biggest, like it's the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that, there's that slang. Yeah, we're styling. God, 2000. Can't wait for someone to throw down. Now, Ramona, damn. Ramona, she was sick last last time, and now she's just looking at this like I'm just vote me off, just kill me. Great. That's the thing. They need to make gravy out of the ray. I like how he mentions the sauces now after you mention the sauces. That's incredible. Did you watch this episode four? Let's just oh, As poor as we were in the ghetto, we never ate rats. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You can eat anything if you can get the right sauce. That's right. I mean, like, take, for instance, one of the, I mean, it's not a sauce, but... She's going to do it? She's going to pull his butter. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they, ate, they ate those gigantic maggot worm things. Or... My grandfather was a big proponent of, like, there's plenty... Of protein in the world if people just got used to eating things that they yeah. are like eating bugs eating rats eating armadillos stuff like that it's like there's so many things that you can eat for protein say it, what but we're yeah we have these squeamishness yeah uh, well but, but but a lot of that's cultural 100 yeah. percent of that's uh like is israel is doing something really cool and they're uh, mass producing mm-hmm. uh protein bread so instead of using normal flour they'll take crickets nice, yeah, and crickets. grind them up into flour and then make bread out of it, and it's fucking it's protein bread, which is pretty pretty ironic considering it. That's definitely not kosher. No, but I mean they're not they're not making it for themselves. Yeah. They're selling. I mean they might. I mean they're making it for the non-religious people. Yeah, but yeah, dude, that's like lambus bread. Yeah, cricket bread is lambus bread. <laughs> yeah, dude, well, that shit looks dry. Lambus bread is. Yeah, you like, eat a crumb of it for a week. Except because it's that dense. Yeah. Except it doesn't suck. There was this uh, thing that, uh, there's this guy on YouTube, and he does, like, early America food. Town sense. Yeah. Okay. I just saw an episode recently. I was going to bring up the salt pork. The guy fucking was killing him. He's great. Yeah. And uh, he made, like, the uh, the survivalist, like, trail mix bar thing. Oh, the pemmican? Huh? Pemmican? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, this will keep you alive. <laughs> it, will, it will keep you alive, but it's like, and the best part about it, it'll keep for fucking ever. Yeah, pemmican, yeah. It's fucking, it was so cool. I'm happy you know what that guy is. That's oh, no, uh, 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 Joseph Townsend's and Sons or whatever it is. Like, they, yeah. their whole thing. Like, it's so cool about, like, the stuff he goes into about actually making these, a lot of this sort of stuff. And he's super, super chill, but it's, like, also based in, oh, God, like, he does his historical research. The buttered eggs. Oh, God. The old school scrambled eggs, which is literally, there's no milk. Yeah. You literally take, like, half a stick of butter, throw it in, whisk it in with the eggs, and there you go. Well, the fun one was, like, his potted, like, talking about potted meat, it's, like, because you have to understand, during that time period, it's like, we have all these wonderful sources of food, but you have very poor storage. Yeah. So it's like, how do, how do we, like salt pork. Salt pork is incredibly popular because, one, it's, it keeps her forever. Mm-hmm. And two, when you actually salt it, you can actually do things with pork later on that don't require like a whole lot of prep to bring it back to like edible standards. Yeah, you just got, a lot of time it's just uh, rehydrating. Yeah, basically you just have to wash the salt off because otherwise yeah. there's way too much salt for you to actually eat. But if you do it for beef, if you if you you basically turn it into jerky and it turns into something that's it's nigh indecipherable. Have you ever had like a long term aged beef? It's incredible. <laughs> and all you gotta do, it sounds it's it sounds terrible, but you gotta think of it like a like a like a sausage, like a summer sausage. Mm-hmm. You gotta take off that band yeah. of old meat, mm-hmm. but on the inside, it's so good. The uh, I was I'm kind of surprised like. If there was a real survivalist here, like the, the ability that they would have to actually salt foods here is a real possibility. Yeah. To keep for longer, like, yeah, fish up as many fucking ways as you want. We will salt those fuckers down. 
they did that on a yeah, smoke them, yeah. and... they, they did that on a, a naked afraid episode this uh yeah. they finally caught a ray in this fucking river <laughs> and it was big yeah. And they're like, yeah, so they took, he smoked all the fucking ray meat, and then they held for the rest of the time they were there. Nice. That was dope. We uh, switch over to the Pagong tribe, where instead of fish, because they sucked hard in the uh, challenge, mm-hmm. they are having mm-hmm. to uh, eat them rats. Yeah, Greg has set up these elaborate, like, Rube Goldberg, mousetrap-style rat traps. A man of madness, capturing creatures of desire. Our trap does work really well. He is very successful about that. Yeah, it's one of these, it's like a, it was a cylindrical piece of bamboo or something of the It looked like a bamboo. And uh, essentially what happens is they put bait in there, the rat goes in, and then when it's in there, uh, like a spike falls down through it. And... Well, n- no, it doesn't quite do that. What it does is that it, 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 it relieves the latch, and the, the, the thing on the top of the bamboo is a long stretch of bamboo cane that's under mm-hmm. tension. And mm-hmm. so what happens, the rat goes in there, trips the trigger, causing the tension uh, that's holding the pole down to go away. So the pole pulls up and wraps the rat around the midsection or the head or neck or wherever it is and basically, like, strangles. He did all of this, created all this tension without a rubber band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I'm just saying, like, right now, Greg, who we give shit for being just a lunatic. He's a lunatic. I mean, he's showing IQ levels way beyond that of Sean, the neurology yes. resident. Yeah. Well, and to, to go back to it, we talk about Gretchen like actually having gone through Army Air Force. Air Force, thank you, Air Force Survival School, and so people have a high opinion of her because she's got legitimate survival skills. And this is a random frat boy who's bringing home the bacon. I mean, he, you know, he okay, the rat bacon. The rat bacon. <laughs> actually, I just realized, just realized, because I think that movie came out before this. But you know, Mousetrap Greg actually reminds me of Paulie Shore. No. Leonardo DiCaprio on the beach. Mm, maybe. I haven't, seen, movie? I haven't seen that movie. Okay. Sorry. Basically the same thing. Reminds me of Leonardo DiCaprio in The Aviator. <laughs> Just naked and crazy. And a lot of watching him. Like, yeah, exactly. Keeping his hair on. But yeah, anyway, so they trap these rats, and then they have this big, long scene where Greg is preparing them. They don't show the actual shots of him chopping up the rat, but... They get as close to the moment as they can, yeah. and they put it on skewers like they're cooking rabbit or snake or yeah. whatever else. You know, that cowboy-style rotisserie. Jubal is, is actually doing a lot of preparing as well, too. Yeah. And we, we hear, during this whole scene, like we have different perspectives on, on the nature of eating rat, whereas, you know, Greg's made the trap, and Joel just basically just eats it like it's literally a chicken wing. Jenna is almost fiending for, like, she will eat as many goddamn rats as she wants to because it's better than rice. But we have Jervis and Ramona Ramona, kind of sitting there staring at as they cook the rat and not, not on those. They definitely have bigger either phobias or something about rats to them is way more uh, disturbing to them than the other guys. The other guys are like, well, fuck it. It's meat. We'll eat it. And well, I mean, Jervis went through the whole challenge with the bug eating sort of thing. And obviously, he's always kind of been very much, I guess you could sense he's a picky eater or something. Yeah. And it seems like he's got an issue with eating yeah. things that he's not used to seeing as food. And Ramona's been pretty much sick this whole time for whatever reason. True. She's either allergic to something or she's just, she picked up some bug that's not going away or... So, so her eating anything gamey could potentially mm-hmm. put her in a bad place. So, all right, w- with that fresh in my mind, that makes a lot more sense that those two would be 
have, have an issue with it. So, but one of the things, if you look at human beings, and I'll keep this short, is we can learn to eat a lot of different things. You can be exposed to food from other cultures that you've never experienced before that you might be like, hey, I don't know if I want to necessarily try that. But what's interesting, within a short period of time, you can actually get to the point where you really appreciate it. Like, surprisingly short period of time. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had like a century egg or a hundred-year-old egg? I've tried them. You have them a couple of three times, and suddenly it's like, okay, you know, they're maybe not so bad, but you have to get yourself over that hurdle. Yeah. The moment you have something that makes you sick, however, no matter how well prepared it is or things like that, for instance, I have a hard time with potato skins because I got violently ill from food poisoning after having some potato skins one time. I had not eaten Taco John's for 17 years because of that. Exactly. So you can, human beings are amazingly adaptable. But we do have this sort of feral primal. This is poison. Yes, I know you're wrong with this. It's exactly. Poison. In fact, in my in my training, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm uh, currently going to go back into waiting tables. I won't say where, uh, but they one of the things that my manager said, like in my my training, is uh, you know there's a lot of things I can fix. I can fix people had a bad time, they had bad service, cold food, etc. There's only one thing I can't fix. And if that's if the food gets them sick, I can't fix that. If it sends them home to the toilet or if it sends them to the hospital, we're done. We can't win that fight. Everything else, there's a workaround. There's a way to bring people back. There's a way to apologize. But if you poison someone or you activate an allergy of theirs because you were not properly preparing the food, then game over. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's interesting because of anything, whether it's true or not, people have this idea that rats bring disease disease pestilence and there's some history to it and we're not going to get into that but like in a situation like this honestly rat is one of the best things they could be eating in my opinion uh but we do find that after giving it a try both ramona and jervis all right all, are all right with the rat yeah uh, yeah they, they 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 overcome their their challenges so yeah so if you're thinking about eating rat uh apparently it tastes a little bit like chicken it it really tastes like chicken. Turns out everything tastes like rat. This guy's a fucking doctor and he can barely read. He's, I'm beginning to question whether or not he's a doctor. He's probably like an optometrist doctor. He's like, he's like a, like a, like a, a baby podiatrist. Like, like a Rand Paul doctor, you know what I mean? He's a doctor, which means like he's an herbalist who sells your drugs. Yeah, Dr. Jinx. Dr. Jinx. He's Dr. Jinx. It would also be fun watching someone from like Forged and Fire on this. He's like, give me that rusty axe. I'll make something. Yeah, exactly. I love how Stacy strikes the dish counter is just gonna be lying there. Yeah. The ability to create fire hot enough to make steel is what really uh, boosts your civilization. Okay. Once you once you figure out how to make steel. So is is Ramona feeling better and is she contributing? No, Ramona's hot of her, but like if she doesn't really start kicking like, into gear. I hate to give BP any credit, but she might just be playing it. Well they're having fun. They're literally pointing at Colleen the whole time, just all right, stop. That's what I can say. Uh, we're on an island, right? Gretchen is just laying low right now. Colleen teamed up with the hippies. Yeah, Gretchen teamed up with the hippies. Mm -hmm. Colleen is so fucking small. I was teamed up with the guy who left. I need to just like, yeah. fade in the background. Because isn't she older? Yeah. I'm not super old. Dude, she's like, so small. Oh my god. It's like 105 pounds. They got her locked in there. She ain't gonna ruin this this challenge for me. I bet you Greg's over here like, yeah, I'm in a bond. Fucking Joel's like, oh, fuck, guy. We're game over, dude. 
The Gong Tribe did not come in and dance in this time. Okay. <laughs> like it's time to get fucking real. Yeah, prompts. Well, that's the thing. They realized, like, oh shit, we might have to vote someone out. Yeah, Tribal Council sucks. It's hilarious, though. It is. That. It'd be great if, like, someone left the immunity out by the beach and it went out to sea. Get back, hey guys, sorry. It just says hill. Well, yeah, that's the region. We're in the hill region. The hill region. The tribes receive another tree mail for what's going to be the elimination challenge this week. Uh, it's written in the form of a telegram. Old style telegram, statements, stop at the end, so on. It alludes to there being some sort of stretcher or challenge, carrying people over some distance and the like. So we see both tribes go about constructing stretchers uh, and then also strapping people into them and carrying them. Yeah, because they're going to have to uh, like nominate someone that they're carrying in the stretcher. So for the Pagong tribe... For the Pagongs. It's uh, pretty simple. They have Colleen, who's maybe like 90 pounds. Maybe. Maybe 100 pounds. She probably started at like 110. Now she's down to like 95. I don't know if it's that light. But she's a tiny little girl, but you will hear uh, Brady talk about. We, we also I have to... And I have, to, I have to comment on this. And I didn't pick this up the first time we went through it, but it's only after seeing the whole series and we look back on it. They have a scene of uh, Joel and Greg folding a bamboo pole. And Colleen is in the center of the pole. And she's literally bouncing on the pole, which is a not-so-subtle way to say that she is literally banging multiple people at some point. Yeah. Mm, that's speculatory. It is speculatory because... And this is... Objection. Isn't it really a witness because they talk about this in the reunion, but like we we posited that Greg and Colleen are sleeping together, and they basically came out and told us that's true, even though they will deny it later. And they deny it later, they say because they were covering up for a different relationship. So we're guessing that was probably Joel and Colleen. So them all coming together and having this fun with bouncing on butt bamboo moment makes a lot of sense in that. Uh, there, there's also a, a reference that they don't dig into in the reunion about Jervis and Colleen and Greg all being in a pile. Pretty, pretty hot and heavy later. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Greg says, drops the, the, the incredible line where he's like, we were just trying to answer an age-old question. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He says we were trying to answer an age-old myth. Myth. Yes. Yeah. Myth. Yes. So, yes. Um, and... I mean, I'm going to potentially put it out there. I don't know who was banging who, but Colleen was clearly banging at least one person, probably multiple, which, hey, good on you, girl. But uh, while the secrecy, just just give us the tea, man. Well, I think that's also... They had, that's drama, they they, they had enough drama in the rest of the series they didn't need to create. Because I mean, there's, there's definitely some big drama moments coming. Yeah. Um, they enough drama, but they don't need to actually add that extra level. It just would be a unnecessary that yeah. time to see. Also, it could like alienate some people who are like, I'm not here to find out who the like 90, 90 pound girl is fucking. Yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't the main goal. I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> but, uh, well, there is, there is in the road rules at one point, one of the past members like start, gets in a relationship with one of the producers mm. and like they're trying to hide it. That that's going on, and so there's this really weird scene. But there's you know, there's other people on the show that like, want to kind of explore that and get that stuff. So like, they end up like chasing them and like 
I guess the producer and this other one about temporarily hiding out in a train yard in the city that they're like near near after this this incident in the bar or something like that, trying to hide from the camera crew. And it makes this whole big drama sort of thing like that. But that's that show. That was what the real world was. It was, it was stuff like that happening all the time. Yeah, and then I think in Toggy Tribe, they're like Jenna maybe's person that or is Jenna in the Pagan Tribe? Who 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 are they taking on the stretcher in Toggy? I thought it was Jenna. It is it's Kelly, right? Or is it it's not Jenna? I don't know. Let's find out. We're going to watch the show. Find out with us. Why is that dude right off ahead? Like, trying to find him? Other people carrying? Acting as scout, yeah. That wasn't scout. No, I don't like it. Put long man screaming. Put <laughs> long. That's a good, that's a good caption. <laughs> Stand on my shoulders. Dude, I wonder how, you know. It's not looking too hot right now, dude. Yeah, you like, it's got to be boring to write out this caption, so I'm sure they have fun. With oh, he, he's going to be dreaming about that all night. He just grabbed Colleen by the hips. You guys see that? Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, he bricked off. I mean, I'd be surprised if they haven't banged one out by this point. Day seven? Mm-hmm. The problem is, you're still trying to find a place where you can be... They've stuck off alone by themselves. Oh, I'm sure they have. You know, that's what I'm saying. If, if, they, if both of them had the inclination, they'd be banging. She thought she... She thought they were going to tie her hands. She said she was going to like, tie her hands. Pagong needs a win. Pagong, she's so light. Yeah, she's so whittled. Yeah. Scout. Oh, is that Gretchen? Yeah. Yeah. So they all have to be on it. They have to be on it at the end? or they have No, to they have to have six people touching it like the whole time, right? Or No, they just at the end. Or yeah, maybe there's one they put them up on there. Do they have six people? They have five people. Oh, six people. Okay. Make the black man carry both sides. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh, God. I really want to change my thing right now. I want to just got to shit. Dark. Get rid of Dirk. We need to trade hate trains. Yeah. Can't think of anyone who's even up on the block other than Dirk. Wait, is Rudy on that team? Yes. Okay. The girl's not be talking Rudy yet. Except Susan, you know. She can't be trusted. She's a wild card. Bird Tree Island? Is that what they said? You haven't been out there, so you can do your slow victory walk. It's actually a cool-ass rock. It is a cool-ass rock. It's like the rock from the Goonies. It's just <laughs> it's just cool. I don't even like the Goonies. That, that, that rock structure out in Portland? That's cool, bro. I mean, when trees are just straight up growing out of rock, that's hard. Yeah, you're hard that's a hard tree. fucking tree. Are you dying? I'm like to this day. I'm always like I know it won't affect me in any real way, but I'm always concerned that someone's gonna cut down the Methuselah tree. <laughs> I don't know if you know about that, about that thing. It's like a three thousand year old tree. It's fucking ridiculous. And like I'm just every day. I'm like, is it still standing? <laughs> like it's a thought in the back of my head. Really? Like, Do I care so much about this fucking tree? Stacy. Nice exposition there. Thanks for it. Yeah. A line of exposition could fix this whole thing. Kelly and her broken nose. She is hot, though. Really? No one's thinking... No, no, are we sure? Because, I mean, Dirk did a good job pissing everyone else off. Plus, we also got a dumb doctor. I mean, unless Dirk is really pulling his weight during the challenge at this point. Or fishing. Thanks, Ace. It's gone, bro. Dude, Richard's amazing, bro. What's this? He's great. Wait, 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 wait. I just... Wait, wait, wait. That's Kelly talking. Who's friends with Stacy. Yeah. Who's like made good friends with Stacy? I'm not here to make friends. 
Yeah. Oh, and I, that was one of the things I called beforehand. What I expected to see someone talking about how they're not here to make friends. Yep. Uh, they're here to play the game and win. Well, apparently, uh, uh, Susan's not here for religious. I'm not here for that. <laughs> I put my time in. Yep. I'm religious or whatever. I believe in God, but I don't need to hear it all the time. Uh, Jesus. Guess, why? Yeah. Because it's not like he's going to bite you in the ass. Right girl. before the vote? It's terrible. It's the worst thing. The last scene we saw them creating these stretchers, and then so now we know what the challenge actually is. Kind of. Um, it's so in other words, pretending they're hurt. Yes. yes. They are pirates that have crashed on the island. They're supposed to get them from the wreck of their crash, or they've, they've escaped. Back to the base, the, the beach for the medevac. What's crazy is only one of them was injured in a plane crash. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, or they're like, pretending. Well, are they pretending they all crashed together, or that like it, one person crashed and is it already? Yeah. What? What's the fantasy? Someone call Neil Gaiman. What's the <laughs> What's the kafabe? Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, the kafabe. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyway, someone gets injured in a plane crash and they have to carry them to safety on the beach where they can administer proper medical care or some shit. So, for Bagong tribe, it's Colleen. Uh, for Tagi tribe, it's Kelly. Who is small, but not as small as Colleen. Colleen is a waif of a creature. Yeah, I guess Jenna's like 110 pounds as opposed to like the 95 that Colleen is. So, I mean, I might be way off. I don't know. I don't know. But they're all and they're all small to begin with, other than Richard. So it's like kind of hard for me True. or me to judge. True. Not surprisingly, Pagan Pagan kicks their ass. Yeah, okay. Colleen. Like they get their good like bones or hollow. She's a little bird. You're a little bird person. So yeah, uh, Pagan wins, and they get their immunity idol, and uh, Tagi Tagi has to figure out who they're going to eliminate. I think we, uh, at this point, we're guessing that it could be either Rudy or not Ramona. We're pretty sure. I'm, well, we'll find well, out. Ramona's in Pagan. It's Tommy. So it's, we're thinking it's God, Rudy dude. or Dirk. Yeah, Rudy or Dirk. Fuck me. Oh, he's, he's, got, the, he's got the comp. Yeah. It's like the, uh, it's like the talking feather. Got the yeah, he was just oh, straight to the point. Not negative. Not negative yeah. anyone. Hey, I just said, hey, I'm bringing in the f fish to... Fishless or fish worthy. This guy is not a doctor. He's a goddamn liar. You know, he might be a surgeon. Well, no, no. Remember, remember, this this is post Seinfeld era where, you know, Lane had to decide if someone was not sponge organ. So do they know what games are coming up? They don't know. I think she's just. She's bluffing. Rudy's like, I kill 50 men. <laughs> I kill a back. But yeah, it's Cotton Hill. Eight more aren't. Now they have to write in the rain. It's Cotton Hill with the shins. Oh shit! Oh no! Nothing. Damn. Fourth athleticism. Did you mean to say it like that? Me? No. Words are hard. Words <laughs> are hard. Says the man throwing down fucking uh, like third year college words around. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever, bro. Words are hard. <laughs> words are. Rudy. Rudy, why? Because I'm Stacy. I'm not gonna vote for myself. Go fuck yourself. Well, that was nice. I like that. Rudy's like Rudy. Rudy's strong. Book for self. Stay serious. Does the same thing just... <laughs> it's such an old guy move. Okay. What does it say? Oh, let me turn around. It's blank on the other side, too. All right. All right. She kept her side of the bargain. Yep. So we got two for Rudy. Two for Stacey. Three. Oh, and now they're not going to show the rest of it. Oh, oh. Stacey. That's an S. 
That's definitely a stasis. Yeah, Stacy. Stacy, right? You're going out, Rudy? Yeah, I don't think Stacy. No, no, Richard and Rudy are becoming buddies. I can't believe Dirk is not on the God. fucking chopping <laughs> thing. He looks so uncomfortable right now. Give him out the fucking rain. So fucking wet right now. I forgot about the whole tropical monsoons. They have to walk back in this. But they're going to leave the island immediately. They're going to leave the fucking rain. Yeah, let's say you said good news. This is going to be drier. Stacy's gone, bro. Read the name. Oh, it's smeared. One for Stacy. Love the rawness of this first season. You got Jeff Probst out here covered in water, reading wet paper. One for Rudy. One for Rudy. One for Stacy. Two for. Not surprising. I bet it's going to go back and forth. You think, you think Probst is throwing a fit back in the production? I think. I think yeah. Fourth as well. Hey, saw that coming. Well, so you don't show him saying that two votes. True. True. They can just put it thrice for Stacy. Thracy, if you will. Stacy. Oh, boom. Boom. Fuck. What? I cannot you believe it. Torch, if you would, please. You switched your vote. Oh, is Dirk not on this team? Am I getting this all wrong? No, it's not. Because Dirk is. He is flying under the fucking radar, man. The weather has spoken. I did if you still did the symbolism of it. Of course, of course. Well, you're right. Okay, so we have, we have high production value because obviously they're 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 crafting the storylines, great camera angles. So so far, no one has to change who they're rooting for or who they're on the hate train. I love it. But if anyone wants to change who they're rooting for, you know, no, I'm locked in, bro. And uh, it got goes against the hate train rules. To be able to switch that. So I feel like once you committed to hating someone, you gotta hate them until they're gone. I mean, there is nothing. Win. Nothing's changed from my hatred under. Because the point of hatred is that it is not reasonable. And, uh, I'm trying desperately. It should be all consuming. There, there's no. Gretchen didn't do a goddamn thing she, this episode. Well, other than, other than bond with the rest of the group. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can hang. I can hang all the 20 year olds. I think, uh, I think other you, than I think you shut the bed on that, that one, man. I think, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see yeah, what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but... Well, here's the thing. Okay, so she was in, she was in the BB. All right, he's gone. Yep. But now let's see if she, ha- she starts chasing Greg. Yeah. You think she's going to chase Greg? I think she's going to chase I think Greg she's going to... Co- co- I think she's like... I'm. These two seem to have, like, a coalition, so I'm going to stick with them so we can make it, like, a Triforce. Exactly. And, uh, she's going She's going to steal the deal with her vagina. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'll get some, some old school misogyny thrown in there. All I right. like it. But I mean, you really think she's going to compete with Colleen? I mean, Greg is so into you, her. No, here's the thing, right? But he, why not have both, right? I mean, that's where I'm saying is like, okay, here's the thing is he's not married to either one of these women. Okay. Yeah. You know, and like, here's the thing, right? I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I just got out of college mm-hmm. and some, some lady in her early thirties walks into, into my space yeah. wants to get on my shit. I'm not saying no. I'm letting it happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, because that, that's the thing, uh, men versus women. I mean, m- men are way hornier in the sense that like, oh, oh, oh really? You're going to throw yourself at me? Yeah, I'm cool with it. Where a lot of women are like, oh, you're going to throw yourself at me? Pass. Right, so I wouldn't say that men are hornier. I will say that women generally are more gatekeeping. Like they require standards. Yeah. Whereas a guy, it's like, if, if I'm interested and you're passable, I'll do it. Yeah. Whereas women are more like, well, you gotta like I have to actually you have to prove that you're worthy. Mm. Not like worthy on a huge level, but yeah. like I'm not just gonna throw down with any slob. Like yeah. I gotta know this guy's actually like competent. We just convince them or, that you are worthy, but not yeah, me, which is exactly. also my my kind of favorite. 
tribal council. So Tagi has to go because they unfortunately could not drag Jenna up fast enough. Kelly. 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 Ah, uh, yeah. We'll fix that in post. <laughs> so they could not get Kelly up fast enough. And uh, after Pagong lost last week, it's kind of this back and forth one week, one tribe, one week, another tribe. Originally, I thought uh, that was like the plan. Yeah. Thing. However, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe there's stuff we're not seeing. Maybe they're like tripping people on the Pagong. I, I don't know. Or on the Tagi. Either way, this tribal council was like, in my opinion, uh, spoilers, uh, the most grippy one of all time because it did not go the way I originally thought it was going to go. Yeah, and I don't think any of us saw it going down the way it did. I think I for sure was, I mean, obviously I was hating on Dirk at this point. Yeah, yeah, Dirk sucks. I think Brady was as well at this point, and we wanted to see him go. We weren't seeing whatever these guys saw in him in terms of pulling his weight. It looked like it was probably either going to be Dirk or Rudy. But apparently, uh, Stacy had gotten some ill will throughout their their tribe. I don't know why. I like Stacy. I thought she was fun, but apparently she just wasn't doing enough, and uh, she was kind of riding the coattails of the rest of the tribe from what they said. And we we do get that it is weird because Stacy ended up did will the one them a challenge that Jervis lost because she was down to Stacy and Jervis, so she did pull it off for her tribe. They didn't lose anyone that. One of the other things that also highlights heightens attention is that there's a storm that is coming in that hits in the middle of the tribal council, where even Jeff Probst gets rained on. And he does you also get this this part where like you kind of get this weird sort of family dynamic of everyone that's on the island where Jeff Probst is like, I'm not sending you guys back off this. You know, you guys want to stay at the tribal council area because it's safer, please do. You know, if you feel like you want to go, please do. I'll can give you guys that option. So you kind of definitely seen things kind of like things are kind of off the cuff and a little bit more sort of like yeah, they definitely did not plan for this storm to show up when it did. So it took them all by surprise. And uh, you can see Jeff is not having a good time for the first time in the whole show. He is not a happy man. Yeah. We also get some other things that show up. So so that's a moment. Sorry. Um, so that's a moment where you see the reality of the reality TV show like really comes through very strongly because it is very unplanned. And it's a lot more sort of like down to earth realistic in comparison to the obviously mocked up plane crash sort of thing they did earlier for the Elimination Challenge. But then you also, like, there's little other parts that they don't tell you about how the game is run. Like, the show was kind of keeping a lot of stuff close to the vest. Uh, because when uh, Stacy is talking about, like, everyone gets a chance to speak, we have Stacy mention, and we're going to get into what people say, but Stacy comes out and she says something about the forthcoming challenges being more physical, implying that the contestants, I mean, we knew that they knew some of the rules ahead of time, but it's not explained to us. Like, one of the things we learned from the contestants, you can't vote for yourself. Yeah. You know, but they knew that ahead of time. We learned from Stacy that they kind of know, they all know what the challenges are ahead of time. So the tree mail is kind of just like a, hey, we're going to introduce you this challenge, focus on this time, but everyone knows what's coming up okay. for the next ones. And so there's a few other moments like that throughout the series in the first season where like... Yeah, there's a couple things where something slips through the veil. Yeah. Whether that's like it is what it is. I mean, they're... they're the answers to the questions we don't know or we can't speculate until after the fact we kind of look back and see what they did. So they did edit out like any sort of actual knowledge coming in, but not the fact that there was knowledge, so to speak. Yeah. Everyone's pretty positive. No one's ragging on anyone in the tribal council. Uh, Rich, it's funny. This is the first time that Rich has gotten fished with a group, so we just... Yeah, he has all that. Jeff asked him, why, do you should, why should you stay here? And he just says, I brought the fish. 
and then yeah. it passes the show. Yeah. We have we have Sean, you know, saying, Hey, I keep on trying to go out there too, trying to get fish, you know. But he doesn't he doesn't rag on Richard for actually bring in the fish. He talks more about himself and we hear the phrase fish worthy, so Yeah. Make illusions talks like about he talks about Richard, uh whether he was going to be uh what was it? It was like whether or not he would be. It, it doesn't matter. Point is, he, he definitely refers to Richard bringing home the fish as fish worthy. Yes, and, uh, you may or may not hear that joke or that term thrown around a little bit this first uh, this first season. We were thinking about even naming the show fish worthy, but let's be honest, it's it's never going to show up again. It was only Ryan Shanton. That's the name. Trying to guess. Spoiler alert. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Susan, what the fuck does Susan say? Oh, yeah, she's like, it's like, oh, well, maybe the the fact that it's only our fourth day here, you catching fish isn't really a big deal. Maybe it's 20 days and I haven't had food. You being able to catch fish is a big deal. But she says it in a very journey. Yeah. It's like it's incredibly lighthearted in comparison to how it's pretty clear at this point that Sue has no interest in voting Richard off. So she, while she is kind of putting on the face of, hey, I'm going to dog Richard, it's because... They've got each other's backs at this point. Yeah, it, it, she's she's coming through as being she can rip them because she he's a friend. So yeah, it's, it's like you when I dog on Brady over here, like always dogging. If I just met Brady and I dog him like that, he probably would like, kick me in the dick. Yeah. So, but the I mean, fact I, that I've you know he knows the other's back. Yeah, he, he dog. Like, I mean, if we were playing a strategy game, I for sure would be like, yeah, fuck this dude, we'll vote him out tomorrow. That's he's yeah, not gonna happen. It's happened. Yeah. <laughs> they uh Jeff Props kind of does his best to kind of cut it short because the rain starts gonna come in or it's gonna come in at the time. Everyone ends up voting in rain, and they end up showing us the votes. We see that Rudy votes for Stacy. Stacy votes for Rudy, so that's pretty clear. We see Kelly vote for Rudy as well. We see And then all the other we votes see Sean vote for Stacy. All the other votes we see from that point on are votes for Stacy. Well, but we don't go to other votes. The last vote is not 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 That's true. There there were like two or three. I think only two votes that they didn't show. Yeah, but it ends up being no. I guess do they get to four? Or they get to yeah, they get to four because that's that's what it is. Because ends up Stacey gets to three and then they show one more. So we know at least there's in total there's four votes for Stacy. That's all said and done. But yeah, we were not expecting space. We're not expecting Stacy to go at this point. It was a real shocker. Especially because over the course of this episode, I think we see more of Stacey. Mm-hmm. We kind of get to like her in terms of personality. And at least, you know, from my perspective, she's a good-looking woman. I wouldn't mind seeing more of her. Yeah. On the show. I'm not. Uh, on uh, the show. Not a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> not a pervert. Not a pervert. I'm not saying I want to see her without clothing. It's not what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. I try to think of so Stacy, we weren't expecting her to go. We kind of like her this episode, and we fucking hate Dirk at this point. Yeah, I mean, and so we're like, get him out, and not a single fucking person not one. voted for Dirk. I mean, yeah, or not that we know of. Someone may have voted. Someone for might have, but I can't imagine doing that as well because it wasn't necessary. Yeah, so needless to say, we've got a little more Dirk hate coming in the next episode or two. Uh, or forever? Who knows? I don't know when he's getting eliminated. Certainly not. Uh, so, so Stacy leaves. She mentions you change your vote. I think to Susan, and the way out. I think she definitely is kind of puts a little bit of ire towards Susan. It's raining at this point. The wind is blowing. There's no actual lit tro- torches. So Jeff Props makes a show of putting out the torch and before he sends her off. Yeah, you remember that bullshit? No, 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 no spoilers. You still, you still have to go through the ritual of the snuff. 
Well, Stacy's gone. I'm upset. Yep. Heart's broken. We're all upset. And most importantly, we're upset that we're still talking about this. All right, so the last thing we're going to do before we close the episode, yep. uh, which we will do every episode, is talk about who you think, given what you've seen this week and so far in the series, who you think is going to win. And I'm going to start off, and I'm going to change, because I've been saying Susan. Yeah. And Susan's still a hard motherfucker. Yeah, I love, love her. But she doesn't look like lead material right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I'm going to say, of everyone we've seen... I want to say Richard, because I like Richard, mm-hmm. and he is strong, and he's proven his worth, mm-hmm. but I feel like you also put a bit of a target on your head when you do that. So I think right now, I'm going to go with an underdog, and I'm going to say Gretchen, because she is oh. she is towing the line, and she's picking... Don't you know, to come back. She's, uh, I feel like she knows, she sees which way the wind is blowing, and she's attaching herself to that sail, think- to that ship, and uh, hope it'll get her close enough... And she will establish enough rapport with the people who make it and not any ire from those people so that she will just slide in under the wire. All right. All right. Gritty, what do you think? Uh, you know what? Given it, given the, the latest episode and just his, uh, his, his go get itness, right? I hate to do it, but that, the doctor guy is going hard. Joel? Joel's playing the game. Mm. Now, first, I don't think he's a real doctor. Yeah. I think no, it's no, up. he's definitely not. He's not playing the reading game. No, he's not. <laughs> he can barely read. Yeah, the, the words mean. Yeah, fucking the the Super Bowl two thousand. Fishworthy, <laughs> right? Yeah, and he's he's out here being an idiot, but he's playing the game right. You know, he may not be succeeding, but he's out here trying and going hard every day. So I will give him that. I'm, I'm thinking he's he's going to pull it out of his ass. All right. So I, I want I want to discuss something here. I think it's very very key to this this game here. All right, because we have two different approaches. Mm-hmm. All right. We got, we got uh, the Tagi tribe that's actually kind of playing this like kind of like an actual like actual game show game. Yeah. I mean, if you really kind of think about it. All right. And Pagan tribe is literally like it's like they just pulled some people off of fucking road rules and threw them in a group. All right. So you have this road rules. You clock. I mean, this, this was one of the big things. No, I, no, I, I know you're fine, man. I'm just, I'm just busting your balls a little bit here. That's, it's very fitting. These guys, the balls are easily punchable. They're in your face. But I mean, but let's look at okay. But so what I'm going to talk about is a concept of confidence. All right. Yep. So let's look at let's look at how confidence comes across. Confidence does not come across. Are you saying specific, confidence or competence? Confidence. Okay. With an, Com- with an F. Okay. Confidence is very important in this, and it's a specific type of confidence. It's not the I'm better than everyone else. Suck my dick. I don't care who I piss off. All right. Not 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 the not the arrogance. Not the 18-year-old, like, tattooed stripper chick. It's 3 a.m. and it's a Perkins, you know, and she just got off of, like, making $1,000 in one night and sort of thing like that sort of confidence. That pisses everyone else off, and everyone's happy to see her drowned in a fryer in the back. All right? All right. I think you burned first. Yeah. So, so we were talking about, okay, so Dirk. Yeah. Dirk has that sort of confidence. He comes across like, oh, man, I wish people wouldn't talk about the homosexuality, blah, blah, blah. Things like, Jesus. Jesus. Swing yeah. you my dick for the Lord. Exactly. All right. Uh, the type of confidence I'm talking about is the type of confidence that's espoused by Richard, mm-hmm. but more so Susan. The sort of like very, very much so like where she dismisses Dirk with the, you know, I put my time in, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Like she basically just shuts him down. Mm-hmm. She shuts him down in such a way that there's no opening for any sort of comeback. And she dissed him about the virgin thing. Yeah, she dissed him about the virgin thing. She tried sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> just, 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 just backhanded compliment, things like that. There's no coming back from that sort of stuff. And does it in such a way that everyone else around it's like, yeah, sorry, dude, you lose. 
she ends the conversation. That sort of confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, to the point where he might even kind of start to get the gears start turning in his head, sort of level of confidence. So that's why Susan's got that sort of stuff. Richard's got that too. I mean, the man made a big play early on, being like, oh, by the way, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Which, here's the thing. It's a show. It's very public. And I think Richard may have uh, done that. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, you voted off the gay guy. Yeah. And so it might have been, been kind of subtle. Might have been kind nah, of subtle. the gays weren't allowed to be victims in the early 2000s. Well, no, but, but remember, eventually it, it, eventually it did change. Yeah, yeah eventually. But okay, I mean, so. that's the thing. is like you can weaponize anything, any kind of information that people know about you, yes. you can use it as leverage. Because remember, okay, remember remember the reality TV tradition sort of thing like that. And I think to a certain extent, that's also why maybe Dirk is going, like, going ham on his Christianity sort of mm-hmm. thing like that. It's like, like oh, it is you should persecute me. You know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And like, he, you know, and then the thing is, is at the same time, does, do we think do we think that if we talk about specialized groups and things like that, do we think about the Pagan tribe? Do we think that Jervis and uh, Ramona, Ramona, mm-hmm. do you think that maybe they might be, at least for the time being, semi-immune until the numbers change? I don't know. Is it something to think about? I mean, I mean, the thing is, they didn't, it didn't have to come up. It didn't have to come up because they won. It didn't yeah. have to come up because they all kind of bonded together. They also have the same all same mentality and things like that. And Gretchen being a survivor jumped into that. I mean, like when I say survivor, I mean she's a freaking doormat. Yeah. So But identity politics, you know, in quotations if you want to call it that, it's definitely on people's minds. It's the elephant in the room. Yeah, I mean they, they mentioned it they mentioned it previously in, in the episode where it's like, you know, like, okay, yeah, later on when we're starving to death and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe catching fish is a big deal. It's like one, they're never going to survive. They're never going. I mean, they're never going to starve up to yeah. that point. So it's manufactured. So people are literally like, if you, they, if all these people were on this island, they'd all be working together. Yeah. You know, there'd be there'd be people that'd be constantly like trying to be peacemakers and things like that, trying to get through the actual moment. But that's discouraged because they already have two groups. Mm-hmm. The lines are constantly changing. You don't know. There's a certain like there's uncertainty because of the games about who's going to succeed, what's going to come up next, and things like that. So it constantly changes the playground. The, the playing field that everyone's on so they're not so they can't really make those sort of same sort of things i mean like if they if things were really stable on the island where they're all starving or they're all trying to find water they're all trying to get off and things like that you would see them all kind of get together and they get themselves off there. Mm-hmm. so people are bringing in their biases from outside there yeah. i mean we know that sort of stuff so bring it all the way back around confidence right now there's a couple of his confidence i think rich done a phenomenal job with his confidence he put himself out there he took a little bit of a gamble but, you know, he's coming in, he's like, you know, like, he doesn't, he's, you know, like, getting angry at people who are saying, oh, I brought a fish, but he's just kind of like, yeah, he's kind of dismissing it, because, like, hey, I'm just literally doing this. Like, he, he's got a very solid level of confidence there. Susan, the ability to shut down, sort of like, hey, we're not doing that. You know, like, <laughs> you're a virgin. It's, sorry, kid. You know, that sort of thing. Shutting that sort of down, that's confidence, and that's going to carry them through, because people are attracted to that level of confidence. People, like, it, it stops fights and discussions before things get started. I like it. So, so... I just have to still still dive on Sue. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, you keep that uh, in your brain. Yep. I like it. No, I mean, like... <laughs> We're doing some discussion problems. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I just had to find out, like, uh, how old she is today. Oh, yeah. Not, like, anything related to the yeah. show. Just, like... Can we find out if Rudy's still alive or BB? Uh, they died? Uh, both are dead. Yeah, I was just saying. Rudy made it longer than BB, though. Yeah. And B was younger than one of those. Dang. Yeah, really hard. Dude. So it went. I mean, just like, just like in the game, as in real life, BB was out first. Yep. 
it's Damn. Rough. No, dude, I didn't want to do it, but you, you, you wanted to, and you clearly did it. <laughs> it's it's so mean though. I feel so bad. Oh goodness. I'm a bad person. Big deal. <laughs> Except in this game of life, no one gets hurt. I mean, the guy was in his 80s. It's not like he was a spring chicken. People die. I like your, your, I like your When a person dies in their 80s, it is not a tragedy anymore, as my grandmother likes to say. Uh, yeah, Sue's 62 now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That adds up. Yeah. She's actually... Yeah. So who did you say you think is going to win at this point? I'm going to stick with Susan. Stick with Susan? Stick with Susan. Stick with Susan. All right, all right. So you had Susan. Yeah, because there's no cracks in an arm. I had Gretchen, and you had Brady had uh fucking God what do you call what's it? his face Joel Joel that's Joel. The one. switch to Joel okay yeah yeah the doctor well thanks for joining us this week on the tribe is broken if you want to become one of the broken boys join us on Facebook at the tribe is broken or email us at the tribe is broken at gmail uh, feel free to send us critiques uh, thoughts on why my voice sucks or also any combinations to the safe we have in the basement. Uh, We're trying to get it open right now. Take care.